guys, welcome to our podcast, Dingo and the Baby. As you know, we're still working on that name change. We're about a couple weeks out. Yeah, um, today we actually have someone with us. What was your name again? I'm Elise Devondi Dumpertan Poopyface. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Look, I know that's not your real name. What happened was she was on one of our episodes and it got cancelled and I told her to maybe tone the tone it down a little and Excuse now she's me. mocking me. Excuse me now, that's um that's very insulting. That is my name. My last name is Poopy Face. And I have five middle names and my first name is Elisin. Devaya Lubin Poopy Face. Would you want me to say the whole name every time I address you? Yes, please. That'd be nice. Um Elisa Debayaleve Poopy Face. Nope, you forgot three other middle names. I really appreciate it. I'm just gonna call you Poopy Face. Ms. Poopyface to you. Okay, um, Ms. Poopyface, what do you do for a living? Um, well, I sell classical grand pianos. I'm a very classical lady and a very classical business, um, for your information. Wait, you say, you sell them or you sail them? I sell them. So you don't travel the Atlantic on a piano? Oh, well, we travel the floating pianos with um, little duckies at the bottom. We have a troop going out now, if you would like to hear about them. Um, oh, well, yeah, I actually think I, think I would. So are they, like, are the ducks holding them up, or are the ducks the passengers? Um, the rubber ducks are at the bottom. We tied them onto the bottom of the grand piano. Somebody sits on top of it with the sail up above it, not damaging the piano, because it's going to sell for millions of dollars. The piano that crossed the Atlantic. So does the, do, are the pianos waterproof? They're waterproof, I assume. Oh, no. How, do you, how would you get a waterproof piano? If you have any ideas, we would love to hear them. But, no, it's just wood. Uh, well, then, paint. Do you ever have any parsh p- times where they like fall into the Atlantic? Yeah, yes. th- this is our eighth um, time trying this. Have Other ones away have just knocked them out because really these are just tiny rubber duckies, like bath rubber duckies. How far in did the way did they get before they got flipped? Um, about 20, 23, 23 feet, so or so. Oh, that's not that's not that long. You know, you there are other ways to transport pianos. Yes, but see, we're trying to we're in the money. We're in for the money. So oh, this that's is like we're this is like your it. thing. Like this is like your branding, or do you just not want to pay for a photo um, You know, it's part of our branding. One of our photos, one of the um our sort of photo that we have in one of our windows is of a piano on water and a piano player singing it on the water. Is that before or after it flipped? That was before it flipped. And then there's also an after photo that we hide in the window. Um, that, that shows the piano over because we don't want people thinking they actually flow. Oh, oh, so, but do people see the, the picture of the fallen piano? It's kind of like when you get a bad health notice, health code notice. Oh. Then you hide it up oh, in so the Oh, so you're kind of hiding it? So yeah, hiding it, yeah. Oh. Well, um, I feel like if you just needed to get the photo, photo, of them, the guy playing the piano in the water. Couldn't you have just gotten that photo and then stop? Um. Well, see, it's kind of our logo is our pianos float in water, floated across the Atlantic, and since that's not true, we have yeah. to really disclose oh, to people that that's not true. So, and then eventually you have to make it true, and that's what yeah, that's saying. what we're trying to do. Yeah. So you have eight pianos that you've sailed across the Atlantic. Yeah. Now, um, or not successfully sailed. How should I say? played across the Atlantic. Yeah. What portion of that is your, like, 
How many eight, uh, is eight pianos to you? Is that a lot to your brand? How many pianos um, do you have? Well, usually in our storage facilities, we have about thir- 13 pianos or so in each storage place. It's kind of like Tesla. You, uh, They're all in one big storage place, and then at the actual place, there's not that money there. Mm. So, And we get a ton of robberies where I'm from. In where my where are you from? Um, Robbery Bank, Bridge, Georgia. Okay, that sounds like a totally legitimate place. And no, what was it? Have you do you sell any pianos? Or did you just float them all across the Atlantic? Um, float to sell. Sell to float. We sell people the pianos that they float because we took out all of the keys that were too heavy for the floating. So you know they don't actually play piano. They're more of just a really floaty toy nowadays. What are they inflatable? No, they sit on duckies. Oh, so wait, so. So you you sell them to people who want to ride them, or we sell them to people who want to fly, float across the Atlantic Ocean on one of these um, pianos. Pianos don't actually really float that well on the rubber duckies, so we had to take off all of the keys. Um, so really, they're just um, toys. I'm just gonna like, is there a reason people are buying these pianos? Like, are they a lot less than normal rowboats, or um, yeah, there are less, a lot less about. $300 for the piano, $5,000 for a rowboat. And Wait, what, what kind of rowboats are these? Um, These are just the fancy ones. You know how they ex- escaped the Titanic on? Yet yeah, those are the rowboats that people are buying oh, nowadays. Those are the exact rowboats. Like the yeah, but rowboats. do you remember what the um what the people in the Titanic stood on? And so the so they, survived, they-, they stood on a piano. They so, were standing on the piano? Yes, they were. Oh, is that like one of your marks? Did the piano have keys on it still? Um, well, they probably floated away. Piano keys aren't that durable. We found out in the number two of floating. Well, um, the, yeah, I wouldn't assume they're durable. Now, is is this, did this piano, I remember the piano wasn't very effective. Well, it would only save one of them. That's why we only let really one person go on. Some people are using them to surf nowadays. We really, it's not really classy, and where we're all about they, classy. So. Where are they surfing, these classical pianos? Um, Atlantic Classical Piano Surf Contest, which is something we're trying to start up if you want to participate in. The prize is you don't die. That's the biggest prize. Um, so, are you yeah. doing it? Well, you, are you doing it with like shark infested waters um, or where are you doing it? Well, it's always a mystery where are we gonna set up next. I like this shark infested waters, they're more entertaining. Oh. See how the we can usually get those photos of the shark popping out of the water and having half of the piano in its mouth and the other person in its stomach. We don't usually get the photo of the person, has but anyone, it looks so awesome. Has anyone ever like sued you? It feels like. Well, you can't see somebody if you're in a shark's belly, so, you know, no. Well, like, but have their families gotten angry at you? I assume they're in the shark's belly, too. Um, yeah, we, we sent them into the shark's belly to go rescue on the rescue missions. Have any of the rescue missions prevailed? Uh, well, yeah, and then we told them then, and then they tried to sue us, and then we used that as suing them for making us waste a piano. It works out really oh, well when you're okay. friends with the judge. Oh, you were friends with the judge? Yeah. Now, I know we've kind of gotten off of this topic, but um, is this is the Titanic piano like your main market selling um, point, or is it the guy playing the piano? One of our main market selling points is, well, I guess we have three main market selling points. Titanic piano, um, 
uh, floating across the floating across the Atlantic piano and the shark piano. So those are what we usually use. We're lucky because we have so many different multi-use pianos. None of them actually have anybody playing the piano though. Oh uh, well, how did you get the photo of the guy playing the piano? Was that just sound that was like just fake? an actor? That was an actor. He doesn't know how to do anything. He can't even read. Oh, okay. Well, he can't. Which actor was this? Um, all of them. You know, none of the actors can read. Oh, you didn't know this. Well, how do they memorize oh. the scripts? They are told the lines in their earpiece. Oh, well, have you ever, have you ever like, have you ever acted? How do you know this? Um, I was one of the people that read the lines on the earpiece. Oh, well, that's odd. Do yeah. They, um, that's a little bit off topic. Um, well, well I understand. Now, back to these piano floatings. Do you make money from, like, the annual piano floatings, or...? Yeah, it's kind of like hot air ballooning, where people just all float out and makes a really pretty scene. Some of them don't don't come back, or they go to, like... Wait, so you don't uh, make Australia. money? No, we do make money, because everybody only buys our pianos. Oh. Other companies have tried, but, you know, we sent them out on their test boats, and things didn't go well for yeah. them, let's just say that. Okay, um, are you the only... Are you the only person in this piano business floating business or yeah. has it grown you are well it has grown but luckily we were able to squanch it before it got too big of these other companies squanch well, it we've got a monopoly on um mm. the floating pianos uh, would you say that monopoly is like a very how like a very good monopoly like well we're trying to actually are you a billionaire yet or? Um, not really not like the guy in monopoly but we're trying to get our business onto the monopoly card the new monopoly oh, card oh you are you are yeah. no, wait but if it's they're tr- you're trying to get the business onto the new monopoly card yeah has the no- monopoly card just rejected you um well the they said that the answer is pending but they have other companies that are doing well um, what, so, um you know are the other companies mostly just piano floating companies no, it's a spot for it's a new spot for music places, and since we don't actually play music, they're very angry about that. But luckily, these other places have also been proven to not play music. Well, guys, we have we are going great with you, and I can't tell you don't really tell us that much, so I can't tell if you're going to stay with us or if you're going to leave because you don't. Your whole thing is like you didn't tell us who you were. Um, yeah, I'm a mysterious person. You didn't um, even tell us who. Coming. Oh, you told us you were coming. Beep, boop, thank you. Hello. Oh, my. Another one of our pianos flipped on the Atlantic. You gotta go? I gotta go. Bye. So sorry, bye. Guys, we'll be back with our new segment. Goodbye. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Hello, guys. We are back. And, you know, so we're sorry because we kind of flipped this around. We said we did the interview first this time because this woman had wanted to become... She didn't really tell us when she came on or how she would come on. Yeah. How did you find that woman? Well, we didn't really. She kind of found us. Well, what do you mean she kind of found you? Uh, well, Joshua Ferris threw a bucket on her head and she decided she would go on a podcast. Did you ask her to go on the podcast, or did she just get hit with the bucket and then suddenly decide to go on the podcast? Uh, no, she. we didn't ask her. She just walked in and said, I'll be on your podcast. Oh, well, did you tell her you 
how to podcast. Now, it's really weird. We don't know how she figured out that we had a podcast or that we were needing new people. But, yeah. Okay, well, we need to talk about our new segment. Segment. It is, it's, so there's been a lot going on lately between the news and the news and the news. Oh, well, um, uh, well, in the news, yes, that's, I forgot about that new segment because CVS tried to ban it. Anyway, in the news, we have, I will say the news and Mark will give his opinion on it. Yeah, let's, uh, let's start the news. Hello, guys, this is the news. Um, there is a lot of COVID. Not good. Mark? Yeah? I told you to give your opinion on what you feel, like, how, on those of COVID. Yeah, and I did. I gave you my opinion. Well, I was expecting, like, a more refined opinion. I was expecting to hear, you know, how you really feel about COVID. That was basically how I feel about COVID. It's not good. Okay. Well, I mean, like, explain why you feel that way. Oh, like... I don't like, this is not good because... Yeah, exactly like that. So, can we try again? Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Um, uh, killer wasps have invaded America. Not good because... Mark? Yeah? Why? You... I gave the format you asked me to do. I said, because... Well, I asked you... Why don't we switch? You say that their killer bees have invaded America, and I will give my feelings about it. That sounds fine. You know, if you hear anything in the background, it's just our background music. Oh, well, um... It's odd. I don't remember purchasing background music. Yeah, no, she uh, sent us some background music from her floating pianos. Oh, well, what were we even talking about? I will give the news thing. Killer bees have invaded America. This is not good. Because killer bees are bad. What, what, what was that? What? What do you mean? I said because, and I said killer bees are bad, meaning they are not good. I feel like that, that, uh, you gave it the same amount of explanation that I gave. Yeah, but I gave it in a better, more refined way. Oh, well, um, uh, that doesn't really feel like you did anything, and I really think you're being very hypocritical, but, um, because we do need to fill up this space, because this is our time filler, as I like to call it, so we have decided to make a random segment that we haven't thought of. Yes, we thought the news was going to be better, because I thought he was going to give a more refined opinion. Anyway, we have decided that we will be doing what you have wanted us to do forever. They, we, no one ever talks to us, especially through, no one ever talks to us through Anchor or anything. No one, we haven't gotten any messages from fans. I kind of took over your word. I knew what you were going to say, so I jumped ahead. Now, while we may have not gotten messages, we are going to be reviewing other cartoons. Yes. Um, well, our cartoon has been cancelled for by CVS and Conor McGregor. CVS bought Conor McGregor. It's a whole thing. We'll have to discuss that in a different episode. Anyway, we were going to be writing, rating the, um, other places that haven't been cancelled. Yes, it's, it's a very pure thing that we're doing. Very pure. What do you mean very pure? 
Well, we're going to be rating the other things. Now, let's start with Family Guy. Yes, this episode we took out. We are recording in Kellogg, but Stewie can't listen to this podcast, so we can actually talk about our free will about Family Guy. Yes. Now, I think Family Guy is good. Although, honestly... Honestly. Honestly, I really... Can I tell you something? You can tell me anything, honestly. Honestly. Well... It's, it's just a little bit consequential. Well, what, why do you think it's consequential? Uh, that I um, I don't have a reason. That I was writing it, I write it, and I say my words, and that was the amount of wisdom you get from me. Oh, so you're not going to explain why it's consequential in any way, shape, or form? No, that that I was, expe- I was expecting you to kind of understand that it was consequential in some way. Oh, well, um, now I'm going to give my review of it. It was, um, indubitable. And what do you mean by indubitable? I'm, I'm going to tell you what I mean by it. I just feel like it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit, what would you say? You kind of told me that I didn't deserve a reason, and now you're asking for a reason, and that just doesn't seem very right to me. Okay, well, that's... That's your problem, not mine. So can you please tell me in what way was it indubitable? Well, I just felt like, come on, Brian, come on, Stewie. You all know that uh, that you are, we all know that you love to do everything you love to do. Why don't you just love to do what you love to do, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that's also what I meant when I said it was consequential. No. Next, so what would you, we give it in 1 out of 15 stars, sorry, more, that's kind of a weird way to measure, 1 out of 17 stars. Well, 1 out of 17 stars for Family Guy, I would give it an 8, 8 out of 17 stars. That's a very low rating. Well, it's, the 8 is out of 17, and 17 is the lowest. Oh, so 1 is the highest in this rating? No, what, it's like 8 is the highest, and then 6 is the lowest. I thought you said 17 was the lowest. Well, it constantly changes. Okay, let's just, next time let's just do a 1 out of 10 system for um, Rick and Morty. Well, I think Rick and Morty is kind of... Well, what do you, what do you think it is? You kind of, it kind of feels like you're dragging out the, your answer, and I just think you're trying to think of something and sound smart. That's not what I'm doing at all. So, it's very... Rick and Morty's very mean. Yeah, well, he is pretty mean. He actually... I met Rick at a Lakers game. Oh, really? Well, um, was he nice? What was he like in real life? Oh, dude, he was, he was really kind. He, uh, he bought me a couple pounds of popcorn. A couple pounds? Yeah, he just bought me a bunch of popcorn. It's actually Morty in real life. Who's the jerk? Really? Is Morty like is Morty like Rick, but in real life? No, Morty is Morty never really listens to anything you say. He's seventeen now and he's really in that teenager phase. What do you mean? Like I'll say, um Hey Morty, how's it going? They'll say Ah, uh, uh, I don't know how it's going. Uh, I'm not sure we should be going on anything. Whoa! Did that, how, uh, sorry, 1 to 10 scale, just a normal 1 to 10, 
how accurate do you think that impression of Morty was compared to your experience with Morty? I'm pretty sure that was a 20 out of 20. I said 10 out of 10. I know that just stretches how incredible my experience with him was. Wow. Well, how, how incredible your your action with him, well, your impression was, how incredible that was. No, I had a really great time with Morty. It was really Rick who was the jerk. What? You just said that Morty was the jerk. I mean, Morty's just going through something. He's, he's a teenager, but like, Rick, multiple pounds of popcorn. What are you trying to hide? Am I right? I, I really don't think you're thinking about it the right way. But either way, um, I think that Rick and Morty's really good. Apparently, Morty's nice. So I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Oh, well, that doesn't seem like a very good rating. If you really love Rick and Morty, you give it a 10 out of 10, like what I'm going to do. You give it a 10 out of 10? No, I get a 4 out of 10. Uh, oh my gosh, you know nothing about grammar. I really don't, and that's really what fuels this podcast. Now, we have time for one more, and this time we're going to do something incredible. We're not going to put something in between our intro or our middle part and our outro. Yeah, there's not going to be a defined break between this and the outro. So you're going to be like, where was the outro? And we're going to be like, bang, we already did the outro. Yeah, that's exactly what is going to happen. And so we are we are in this. And, um, well, I have a lot of questions for you, Mark. And we have, but we have to write our last TV show. So let's do that. Yes, what are you, what's the last TV show? We are going to be rating the now-canceled Waddle Up. Really? You're, you're writing all the luck? Um, well, I think it was a 10 out of 10. Well, I think it was a 10 out of 17. Really? You think it was that good? Yes. I do think it was that good. Why did you say yes before I could say yes? I just, I really, I was trying to guess. I was trying to do the thing where it's like, we finished each other's... Sentences. Oh, I forgot that I was supposed to do it too. I just expected you to say it, and, you know. Now, let's move on to our outro, because these are in the same segment. Our beginning and our outro. Really? That is incredible that that is happening. So, um, this is our outro, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Although, in... We will eventually have to drive back to California because we've just been sleeping in the sewer. And so we will have to drive back to California, which may be a little couple day break eventually. Uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So goodbye, guys. It's been great. Love y'all. Goodbye.